Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another marvelous episode of Anything But Politics. As always, uh, my name is Jim Altman, and I am here with... Christian Rollman. Whoa! <laughs> Christian, you sound funky. <laughs> no, but... Hi! Uh, hi. Uh, this is... Go ahead and introduce yourself proper. Uh, my name is Seth Gilstrap, and um, unfortunately, Christian has died. And I'm, I'm taking his place. He, he's in a better place. He is in a better place, we're sure. He's in a much better place. He's in a much... <laughs> any place is a better place than right here, right now. Right? Yeah. But, Can't imagine. Uh, Seth is here for this episode, and if you've heard us say Seth's name before, it is, of course, because he is our video editor for our YouTube content. So some of, you, some of you might have seen his work before. Some of you that only listen on audio might not have heard it, because I think we try to... Every time we ask for an edit and we're like, Seth, put something on the screen. I try personally to cut even the requests out of the audio only. So I'm not sure some of the audio people have even heard of you. This is Seth. He does our YouTube content. Hello. And he's great at it. He did, uh, you did work for me, uh, in my college days. Yeah. That one almost semester. (laughs) We, a week, I think it was a week short of a semester that I went to college um, I was doing, uh, YouTube videos. I was doing like, uh, let's plays and that was you fun. Were, it really was fun. And I do want to get back to it now that I got the PC. Um, but cool. you can't, you cannot be doing, uh, this oh, podcast God. and yeah, no. I don't know. so uh, I'd either be editing them myself now that the computer's so good and I have premiere and I know how to use it. I'd either edit them Naturally. myself or, uh, we'll find something for that. Anywho, uh, all this to be saying Welcome back to the episode. Yes, we are having a guest host today, and I think you're the first guest host. We've had guests, but you'll Ooh. be the first guest host. Yeah, so Look you me. cemented a little a little place for yourself as the uh, first in some aspect. Um, so, let's see here. Typically, before we... Uh, well, not typically. Recently, in the last couple episodes, me and Christian have really liked it at least. We've been starting the episode with a little week in recap in case anything funny has happened or uh, maybe just interesting. I think one of my weeks in recap was literally, hey, I cleaned, no, I got, I got Monday off. I was like, hey, I got Monday off work. Um, I'll let you go ahead and start. Hey, Seth, has anything interesting happened over the past week that is worth noting? You know, it's funny because uh, we planned for me to guest host this episode. And so I was like, shit. What the hell am I going to say? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, starting at the beginning, like, oh, he's probably going to ask me how my week was. And I was thinking, man, I've had a pretty uneventful week. Well, actually, that's not entirely true. I did add a music minor. I'm now a music minor at ETSU. Whoa. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think I'm starting my voice lessons tomorrow. That's, uh, so, that's so dope. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, Still but, a computing major. Yep, IT. Um, I try. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Soon to be a uh, music major. Or what did you call Minor. No, I said soon to to be a music major, just because. Oh, yeah. You tried tried IT. I've changed my my, um, major a couple times. I just dropped out. I took the, I took the, I took the express course. I'm really trying not to. (laughs) It's, it gets harder every day. Damn, this week's been kind of. Pretty flat, but just mm-hmm. today, I mean, so I actually I, I killed uh, Christian so I could be on the podcast. Yeah, I did kill Christian. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, just today, I had somewhat of a snow day. 
my classes, well, two of my classes were canceled because um, they were both choir and in person. And then <laughs> Morgan's doing laundry and she dropped something down the, like... I saw I saw I her know. dad's Facebook post about it. She He posted about it? He posted about a couple things. He said, um... He's always posting. He said, like, be a dad, they said. It'd be fun, they said. Here are three texts I've gotten by my kids the last couple uh, days. (laughs) And one was her saying, hey, I dropped something down the lint trap and I ran laundry anyway. And now I smell burning. Yeah, she was cleaning out the lint trap and something fell down there when she did it. And she was like, something fell. And I was like, it's probably fine, right? (laughs) And she kept, like... So she took the laundry out of the washer and put it in the dryer. Yeah. And then she was like, um, do you smell burnt? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I came over and before I even got to the to the dryer, I was like, yeah. Yeah, it smells like something's burning. <laughs> <laughs> um, luckily, nothing was on fire. It was just, I don't know, I guess something got down there and got really hot. And mm-hmm. the place hasn't burned down yet, so I'm assuming we're okay. Uh, we we didn't use it. We actually went to her father's. He owns a little condo uh, mm-hmm. down the road that he yeah. uses as an Airbnb, and they've got a washer and dryer in there. So we just took all our laundry and dried it there. Um, That's awesome. Which sucked because we were gone for like almost three hours, and we were just stuck at his condo drying. We didn't really have much to do. We just looked at TikTok the whole time. Fair enough. I on my side of the week. Uh, it's a very similar vein. Uh, if you missed last episode, first off, what the fuck are you doing? Go listen to last episode. Um, I worked really hard on it. Go back and catch anything you missed. Last week, I mentioned that uh, I had just gotten my new PC. Dropped a grand on it. Built it myself. Very proud of it. Nice. Um, and with that, I've been getting back into using my computer a lot more. Uh, because for a very long time, I had no computer to use. I'm, you know, in Photoshop a lot more. Um, there, uh, there's uh, PC gaming. I'm getting back into a whole bunch of games. Um, this oh, War so of nice. Mine. This War of Mine was introduced to me by my excellent wife, Mimi. And uh, it's very fun. Post-apocalyptic survival type game. Uh, What's it called? This War of Mine. It's actually really good. Another thing that uh, I I have the pleasure of getting other people addicted to is Overwatch. Um, me and Seth have been playing a lot of Overwatch yeah. over the last couple days. Um, I'd say well over like 10 hours in the last couple days. Like the last couple nights. Three or four nights we've been going. I don't think we've taken a break yet. We've played for at least two to three hours every night. Yeah, it's been kind of. So it was fun. a. It's been a while since we've like play games online together. It's been pretty great. It's been pretty fun. Noah has been in on that, and uh, that's another friend of ours. That uh, it's kind of us three playing together, and it's a really good time. Uh, we all we all have fun with that. So that's my week. I've just been addicted to my computer. I've been playing this War Mine, playing Overwatch. Um, using Photoshop and just doing a lot of fun things on my computer. You, of course, uh, having some home fun, some nice <laughs> yeah. household uh, shenanigans that, uh, hey, in a time where you're kind of stuck inside and there's not much to do, uh, stuff like that can become a very eventful and notable part of the week. So I'm glad that uh, the routine was broken at least a little bit just to yeah. give you something to do, something to think about. Yeah, I mean, it got me out of the house, so 
Yeah, exactly. So with that being said, welcome back, everybody. We really hope uh, you enjoy what's in store for today's episode. I think we sure are. And uh, with that being said, want to go and roll the tape? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's roll the tape. Hello, everybody. This is Jim and Seth. And this is... I'm politics. Fuck! God fucking damn it. I'm sorry, dude. I fucked it up. All right. So welcome back. What a lovely song. I love listening to it every time and dancing to no music in my own ears and just pretending I'm listening to that song. Yeah, that was... S- sounded a little different this time. Did you winked. like it? I winked at the camera. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. It was great. You definitely didn't mess anything up and it was perfect. I did my best. You, hey, don't we all? Um, (laughs) So, uh, welcome back, everybody. Today's episode is about something very odd that seems niche. Children's TV shows. And not just TV, like current TV shows for kids. The TV shows that we watched as kids, I should say. Our childhood TV shows. Um, We're not talking about Coco Melon. No, we're not talking about Coco Melon, which I don't even think you could establish that as a TV show. TV shows we watch as kids. We're talking Adventure Time. We're talking Danny Phantom. We're talking maybe Avatar The Last Airbender. Chowder. Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. Flapjack. Uh, Ben 10. uh, Ben 10. Fan favorite. Uh, Stuff like that. And then uh, the Sunday favorites. Maybe Chalk Zone. Uh, Oh my god. Chalk Zone was my jam, dude. Do you want to start with Chalk Zone? Let's fucking start with Chalk Zone. Okay, because it's not the best. But it's one of the most, of like, it's one of the most ethereal. It's a fleeting moment in cartoon history. Yeah. Because it was, I only ever remember it being on, like, Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, right before I, uh, like, my family would bring me to church, that would be on TV. And I remember always having to leave while it was on, like, in the middle. And that's probably why I've strewn from my faith. But, uh, we, <laughs> no, but, uh, <laughs> no, uh, Chalk Zone was like only ever on on Sundays and, uh, I don't know yeah. why, but it was such a good show. I think I we can give a brief, uh, I think we should give a brief summary of every show we talk about, no matter right. how, uh, big it was then, because people who have no idea what we're talking about might want to know what we're talking about. Seth, can you give me a brief description of how you remember Chalk Zone? Um, Oh, God, it's been so long. So this boy, his name is Rudy. Mm-hmm. Um, Rudy Tabuti. I, uh, he has this... I, for, I forgot how he came across this magic uh, chalk stick. Do you remember mm-hmm. how? Um, no, I do not remember. And also, uh, correct me Wikipedia. if I'm wrong, is it a chalk stick or a box of chalk? Oh, yeah, I think it's a box of chalk. Mm-hmm. So he has this magic box of chalk. And if he takes it and he draws a circle in anything, anything, right? Like the ground, a chalkboard, a wall. Uh, primarily, it was always a chalkboard, Okay, I think. So let's just say if he draws a circle with this magic chalk, it opens a portal to this chalk zone. Chalk, chalk zone. zone. Uh, it's just this, you know, place where everything is... It looks like it's drawn by chalk. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know... He, how the people got there, like the creatures and the the beings that are in Chalk Zone, how they got there. Didn't he draw them? Aren't they his drawings? Yes. Chalk Zone yeah. is where everything that has ever been erased goes to live. That's right. Okay, yeah. That is yeah. Chalk Zone. 
Uh, and so it's just a show about this kid, Rudy. He goes on the adventures in this chalk world uh, with his chalk friend, uh, Snap, his little sidekick. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is here, and classmate Penny Sanchez. Yep, Penny. Good old Penny. Oh, I remember Good old Penny. Penny. Yeah, there you um, go. Um, yeah, they just go on these zany adventures in this world made of chalk. And I don't know why, it just, it was so cool. So it looks like it started as a series of shorts. Makes um, sense. Which started in July of 1998, which is cool. That's really cool. And it's then, older like, than the, me. The, yeah, me too. Um, the first season came out in March of 2002. So yeah, this is like one of the first... Um, like ever cartoons that I remember like watching in the mornings, like with my brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which it's really nostalgic and cool. It really is. Um, there are a number of cartoons that I'm convinced that like uh, only I experience. Cause like, not only are they hard to find people who have seen it to talk about it. It's hard to like find it. If I look it the fuck up, uh, do you remember, like, Martin Mystery? No. Uh, uh, Kappa Mikey. Have you heard of Kappa Mikey? No. I swear, dude, these shows... Maybe. If I saw a picture of it, I would probably, like... Was it on Adult Swim? I'm starting to think back to it. Were those Adult Swim shows? I only watched them on Friday nights, um, when I was at my grandma's house as a kid. Yeah, I would definitely, like, I would always get in trouble because I'd be watching Cartoon Network at night. And then it would just turn it into... Would hit, it would hit 9 o'clock and then Adult Swim would come on and, like, Family, Gla- Family Guy or, like, Futurama would start playing. And, my and mom it's a cartoon! I know. So Yeah, it's a cartoon. So you're like, oh, cool. I love this. It's animated. It's not real people. And yeah. they're doing crazy shit. Yeah. And then my mom would walk in and she'd be like, what the hell are you watching? And I'm like, <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> and she said, this is Adult Swim. You're not supposed to be watching this. I'm like, I didn't know. It's cartoons. I was watching car- <laughs> There are those shows that hide in the crevices of the human mind. Uh, well, we talked about... Okay, we talked about Chalk Zone. We touched on those two. I don't think there's much to say about them. Go look them up. They're really interesting, but I don't have shit to say about them. Uh, okay, so we talked about Chalk Zone. What is our next? What do you think? Uh, Another good... really ambiguous... Ambiguous isn't the right word. Like an arbitrary TV show. Yeah, yeah. That, like, I can't... Like, no one has ever seen except me. Yeah. Have you heard of... Oh, am I saying it right? Hang on. You're okay. Zhaolin Showdown? Uh... I'll, I'll show you a picture. Hang yeah, on. I don't think. It's like this group of, like, martial artists. It's weird. It's like this one tiny kid with a, yeah. like, sphere for a head. He looks like Krillin. Like... Yeah, he looks like Krillin. And he's, like, yellow. <laughs> and he... Uh... One guy's like a cowboy, and I don't know. But so they have like these artifacts, and they all have like different powers. Like there's this, I forgot what they're called. The artifacts in Shaolin Showdown are called uh, Shen Gong Wu. It's called Shaolin Showdowns because two characters can have a Shaolin Showdown um, mm-hmm. if they both grab a Shen Gong Wu at the same time. And mm. you can activate them by saying their names. I found another show that I'd forgotten about. Yeah, so they have these artifacts. One's like this orb that can conjure tsunamis. And I think, so they're, they're like the antagonists of the series are trying to gather all these artifacts to like have, you know, ultimate power. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, but let me hit you with three delivery. Ooh. I have no idea what that is. Three teenage heroes skilled in martial arts fight to protect Chinatown from the evil Kong Lee who unleashed the power of a magical cookbook on the city in years past and now returns to collect the recipes and unleash them on the world. Tyler, who's in our Discord that we're uh, kind of bombarding with these images, said, right. is this supposed to be like the obscure TV shows that literally no one knows about episode? <laughs> and I said, it wasn't supposed to be, but here we are. Do you want to get into the bread and butter and just dive right in? There's one more show. Obscure one? Yeah. I always I always forget the name of it. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I love that. Fuck. I always forget the name of it. It was called... Uh... No, it was so cool. It was like Sword Art Online mixed with... Actually, I, I would say it's more like The Matrix. These group of kids um, would like go into this computer program and fight these monsters and they all had like different alter egos when they were there and like different abilities it was so cool yeah i can't say that that rings a bell i can't uh i i hate that i always forget the name code lyoko Ooh, spell it for me because that sounds familiar code and then l y o k o it um I'm remembering the five heads. Right? Yeah. They had really big fucking foreheads. <laughs> um, I used to watch that with my brother. Yeah. Uh, we loved it. So I'm pretty sure when they were like in the real world, it was like a flat animation. But when they entered... It was like 3D whatever. rendered. Yeah. Kind of. That's dope as hell. I like I like that. That's artistic. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh... YouTube, we're about to have a little one-on-one. You mean, Seth, uh, we got something very special in store for you. Uh, As for everyone listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, We will be right back with you. We love you so much. Right after this uh, brief ad read. Uh, You want to, Seth, want to go to, officially for the first time as guest host, go to the Money Corner? Let's take it to the Money Corner. Let's take it to the Money Corner. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, I think, should we go ahead and tackle the biggest one first? Let's save that for later. Okay. Um, uh, you hit me with something. You hit me with something you got. Chowder. Chowder. I've got a tab for it. Uh, let's talk about it. So, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Um, classic. A classic. I'm actually, so I've started to rewatch it with my girlfriend, Morgan. Yeah. Um... And it's a great time. It's like, I laugh out loud at a bunch, like a lot of the jokes. It's like, it's really funny. Um, really f- uh, enjoyable to watch, even as an adult. Just some of the like little nuances and things that they put in the show are really clever. And uh, I love it. Um, Mimi and I actually started rewatching it 
Uh, oh, nice. A little while back. So we actually just finished it a couple nights ago. And uh, oh. she was fucking so upset that it was over. Um, she immediately wanted to start watching it again. Right. It's only a couple seasons long. What, three? Three or four. It was so short. We just started watching it, and then every night before we went to bed, we'd watch a couple episodes, and before you know it, uh, I like that they had a canon ending. Like a canonical, like, this is what happened to everyone after the TV show finished. Oh, cool. I don't remember what I don't even know if I saw the ending, to be honest. It's really good. It was one of those, like, really niche shows that not a whole people watched, and it didn't last very long. But, like, you know, it had had a lot of quality. Fourth wall breaky out the ass. Yeah, it broke the fourth wall all the time. The animation, they're like so they're the the um, like patterns and stuff on their clothes are like on a different layer, so they'll move and the patterns don't move with them. It's just a flat layer, and so it looks like the patterns moving backwards as they move this way. If that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, it, that makes sense to me, but I've also seen the show. Right. Uh, if you don't know, Chowder is about this young boy his name is chowder um everyone's name in the show is um a type of food either a dish or like a vegetable or something yeah and he is a chef's apprentice uh his master's name is mung doll and they um just have Have these wacky yeah crazy hijinks wacky food hijinks really funny that's pretty much it i mean there's not really any like extremely talented voice cast um tara strong tara strong yeah i was about to say Uh, she's in everything uh john John dimaggio DiMaggio, yeah uh from another show that we'll talk about later schnitzel Uh, schnitzel can you Um, (laughs) that's his that's all he says the whole show it's uh, so funny. I think there's one episode where he becomes able to speak English. Right. That's, that's interesting. I was about to uh, say that. Let me actually hit you with one of my chowder tabs, which is in the opening theme song, Schnitzel's part can actually be translated by using closed captions, which uh, list his vocal part as saying, you share a big piece with everyone. So you take oh the moon God. and you take the sun. That's Mung. You take um, everything that seems like a shatter. Truffles says you stir it all up Truffles. and then you're done. Right. And then Schnitzel comes in with rada, 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 rada. Which translates to, using closed captions, you share a big piece with everyone. Oh my god. That, and, that's, and that's... I never part. knew that. Neither did that's I. That's so I just, fucking insane. I just learned it. That's dope oh as hell. God. See, there's, there's so, like, little, so many little things to the show that just... They, you re- can tell they like put a lot of work into it, and it's just great. I love it. Oh yeah, so I much. remember talking about this years ago with you. Um, the fact that we both fucking loved this. Uh, right. Chowder actually had a commercial that ran that didn't yes! advertise the show, uh, yep. but instead advertised a fruit stand of one of the characters yeah, Gaspacho's. in the show. Uh, Gaspacho's oh fruit stand had a commercial for Gaspacho's. It was like, come to Gaspacho's fruit stand, like right off Interstate I eighty. And, uh, yes. as a Dude, kid, I, yeah, he was like in Marzipan city and, you know, I was like eight years old, so I was yeah. really dumb and yeah. I was like, mom, can we please go there? They have thrice cream. And she was like, what the fuck is thrice what cream? What the fuck are you talking <laughs> what about? What are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, we have to go to Gaspacho stand to get thrice cream. It's in Marzipan city. And she was like, that's not real. You dumbass. 
And then she'd kick me. Uh, <laughs> but but it was an excellent commercial. Uh, 10 out of 10. Uh, lasting memories from Chowder. Let me see if I yeah, can get you with any more. Do you have tabs for Chowder? Because I do. I don't. Um, and that's fine. We'll each have we, things. For listen, can we talk about the transitions for that show? Yeah. You know what, what I'm talking them? about? Yeah, what about them? The fact Just that it's like stop motion and, and there's like real food. Yeah, they use stop motion and like actual food, I guess like on a green screen and they would move it and animate it. Mm-hmm. It was so cool and so creative. Like, like I've never seen that before. Even to this day, like, it's just so, I just, I don't know. It's weird to, like, really appreciate it that much, but I just think it's so cool that they did something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, really original. So, let me uh, let me hit you with a couple of these tabs. Okay. So, uh, C.H. Greenblatt, uh, the creator of the show. Right. Uh, dislikes blue cheese, so he gave the name of Gorgonzola to an unlikable character. Oh. Uh, let's see here. I've never had Gorgonzola. Neither have I. Uh, let's see here. Oh, also, I was going to say, I won't get into it too much. Um, yeah. But, like, Panini? Yeah. So there's this character. Her name is Panini. She's an apprentice for a... A rival chef <laughs> to mom. Excuse me. Exactly. A rival chef. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just obsessed with chowder. Mm-hmm. Very stalkerish. Yeah. Looking back at it from, like, the perspective I have today. Yeah. You know, back then, watching it as a child, I was like, fucking that annoying panini bitch. Like, leave chatter alone. Like, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Girls. But, like, looking back at it today, like, she was creepy. Uh, like, oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, she would, like, kiss him and uh, mm-hmm. jump in his shirt. And, you know, it's like... You know, they're children, so it, like, seems innocent. But, you know, mm-hmm. just thinking about her behavior towards Shouter is like, uh, is, is this allowed? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, let me see here. Uh, Panini originally had an outfit which only really revealed her face, uh, which was going to have pointy ears. And she was going to bully Chowder in a very manner similar to Rugrats's Angelica Pickles. But the creator oh. of the show, C.H. Greenblatt disliked unctuous obnoxious characters like angelica and so he decided to make panini cuter and sweeter he made the pointy ears bunny ears and made her have a crush on chowder and since chowder is not old enough for girls greenblatt felt it would make the romance a lot funnier it it is funny i will say at a lot of times it it do be funny i'll finish off with this one just so we have time for other shows of course but um this is the second cartoon network original series that has no humans in it camp laszlo was the first Camp Laszlo, bro. Another classic. Yep, another classic. Uh, so that that's Chowder. That's Chowder. Yeah, yeah. Did you see uh, that TikTok of a girl who cosplayed as Panini and Chowder? Yep. I'm going to tell you, man. Got me bricked up. Got me bricked up. Yes, <laughs> I was about to say that. God damn. Uh, God, that episode was so Ooh. funny to edit. Mm-hmm. Just hearing Logan talk about shit like that. Uh, I'm trying to look. I can't find it, but... You hit me with uh, Chowder. Can I hit you with another? Yeah, I just looked up uh, Chowder human characters, and it's just showing me, like... The voice cast? The protagonists. Oh. Like Chowder and Panini, just drawn. As people? As human. Yeah. I hate that. You're like getting anime. into dangerous territory. Get out. Yep. Get I'm, out. I, I already closed the tab. Uh, let's see here. So. All right, hit, hit me with it. The Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. 
Another great one. A nightmare of a show. It was very... So, Chatter was actually kind of creepy at some times with, with just the visuals. It would, like, switch to, like, claymation or just... Live action at points? Li- yeah, they would, like, film um, an actual prop or something. Yeah. It was just really creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it really holds a candle to what was in Flapjack. Because it that does show, not. And I don't remember it, Flapjack ever scaring me. Me neither. It, was it does just, now. Yeah, thinking about it now, it 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 it's pretty creepy. But like watching it as a kid, it was like, oh haha, this funny zany show is doing something stupid. Yeah, uh, because Chow, uh, uh, Flapjack is another one that switches to live action constantly, um, or just it, it? extreme it a couple times, I think, and extremely detailed drawings. Yes. Extremely oh detailed. God. Every pore like, on a face. It is gruesome. A little disturbing. Oh, very disturbing. Um, let me hit you with a couple tabs on it. Okay. Uh, Paul Rubens was originally supposed to voice Flapjack. I don't know who that is. Uh, he never showed up on the day of voice recording, so the series creator uh, threw up Van Orman decided to do it himself. Oh. And I'm pretty sure he voiced him for the entire show. So the creator is Flapjack. Paul Rubens, that's Pee Wee Herman. What? Pee Wee Herman was supposed to be Flapjack? Wow. Honestly, trying to imagine him as, like, imagine Pee Wee Herman voicing Flapjack. Right? I'm sure, I I doubt he would have done the exact same voice he had for Pee Wee Herman, but... Mm -hmm. Bubby the Whale was supposed to have been mechanical, originally. I don't know why they changed it, but I'm glad they did. Oh, Interesting. Oh, um, we should we should probably <laughs> explain uh, the what show. Flapjack is. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll do this one. Uh, so Flapjack follows a small uh, uh, what what are they called? Um, cabin boy is what he is what he looks to be because I, I, I I'm rewatching it right now. Um, there's an episode where uh, Knuckles loses his title of captain, and uh, he gets called a cabin boy. And they put a hat on his head that looks exactly like Flapjack. So I'm going to call him a cabin boy. But he's just a boy. <laughs> Flapjack is just a kid who... Um, What's a cabin boy? I don't know. I think it's something to do with on the pirate ship that it's just like the lowest of the low. Like, oh, you're just a cabin boy. You just do... Go get me something. I don't know. I don't want to misinform the great audience out there. Cabin <laughs> right. boy sh- meaning. Uh, a cabin boy or ship's boy is a boy who waits on the officers and passengers of a ship, especially running errands for the captain. So yeah, no, that's exactly what uh, Flapjack's role is. Yeah. For, for his, like for his best friend, Captain Knuckles, who is this, uh, well, he's a drunkard, but in the show they replace this with maple syrup. He just drinks maple oh, syrup. I remember that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been so long. Yeah, you watch this as a kid and you're just like, huh, he drinks syrup. That's weird. But as an adult, you're like, he is an alcoholic. Yeah. That's so it's so funny to look back at shows you used to watch yep. and like things that you just did not understand. Uh like, yeah, he's he was definitely an alcoholic. He would drink maple syrup all the time. Uh they were obsessed so with funny. getting to Candied Island. Candied Island. That was that their was main the goal whole... for the series. Did they ever make it? I don't remember. I don't remember. There okay, there is a I I'm rewatching it. There's a episode in which uh, some way, somehow, zany hijinks, they make it onto the moon, and, uh, they jump down from the moon, because they see Candy Island, they're like, it's right down there, 
And he's like, uh, Captain is like, oh, we gotta jump. We'll land in a cotton candy field. It'll be fine. They, ju- no, Captain jumps. Knuckles, uh, or no, uh, Flapjack chose not to, but Captain grabbed him, and they they're falling. And uh, they make it two feet above the island. Uh, they're looking at Candied Island directly beneath them. Uh, Flapjack, in all of its splendor, starts salivating because it's so beautiful. And one right. of his spittle drops uh, hits a peppermint, and then he sucks it back up, and he got to taste Candied Island. Uh, but before either of them could do anything else, the moon's gravitational pull pulled the back up. Um, uh, that might be, be. that might be the farthest they ever got. I haven't finished rewatching it, so I don't know about the last episode or something. But uh, I'll so give you real. all an update when I hit it. Yeah, no, it is real. Uh, it's not okay. fabled. For a while, I thought it was fabled as well. Yeah, um, it was like I remember it was like kind of implied. Yeah, that it's so like, oh, no one's Island. ever been to Candied Island. And... Yeah, and Bubby was always like, that's not even fucking real, you idiots. Yeah, so it and was then like... she'd kick me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bubby's a whale, the whale that is their friend, but also they live in her, and Bubby kind of takes the, uh, the her role mouth. of Flapjack's mother, uh, very a mother-type character. In her ma- They live right. in her mouth, not in her tongue, yep. in her ma- just in her mouth, ma- like on her, they sleep on her tongue. Very yeah. weird show, but very good. Um, aw, Captain Knuckles was based off of an old fisherman that the creator of the show, Thorup Van Orman, met when he was a child who gave him candy and told him stories. That's so cute. That is awesome. That's really cool. Uh, let's see here. That might be the only interesting stuff. Uh, Thorup Van Orman originally wanted to continue the show past the third season and was even considering making a movie. Uh, but decisions in programming changes by the execs at Cartoon Network and most of the show's crew wanting to move on, uh, working on then forthcoming shows, Adventure Time, regular show, it caused Orman's plans for the show's future to be canceled. So, um, do you have a show you want to hit me with? You want to talk about Ben 10? Please? God, Ben 10 was just... Mwah. I remember as a kid, as young as second grade, so I had to have been seven, six or seven, I think seven. I think you're about seven in second grade. Um, I think it came out in 2005, mm -hmm. the original series. Yeah. I went to a private school up until first grade, and then uh, second grade was actually my first year in public school in Florida um, before moving to a public school in Tennessee. Uh, that one year in public school in Florida, I met a kid named Hunter. He was my best friend. And uh, we would play Ben 10 during recess because uh, we didn't really have a playground. We just had a big field because Florida. And uh, we that is what we played. We went around pretending we were Ben 10. Dude. And uh, it classic. I was going to say that. that my what, friends and to, I. Yeah. Used to play Ben 10. We would. So Listen. Yeah. It was so oh my god, we would at recess. Yeah. We would run around the playground and the way we would do it is like from the original series, yeah. we would give a nut so there's Ben Ten. Yeah. And that's Ben with his Go go ever, ahead go ahead and really quickly explain Ben okay. Ten. So Ben Ten is a show about this ten year old boy named Ben Tennyson mm-hmm. and it is so he goes on summer break with his uh, grandpa Max and his cousin Gwen, 
And while they are camping in the woods, uh, one day this meteorite falls from the sky and lands in front of Ben while he's off on his own. And it turns out it's not a meteorite, it's this capsule, this alien capsule that contains this little watch-looking device. And when he reaches for it, it latches onto his arm, on his wrist, and sticks there, and he can't get it off. And as he's playing with it, he discovers that it gives him the power to turn into these ten uh, different aliens with each individual unique uh, powers and abilities. Mm-hmm. So the original the ten, ten are um, Diamond Head. Diamond Head, four arms. Uh, the first alien... Alien he ever turned into was Heat Blast. Heat Blast, so fire. Cannonbolt? Cannonbolt? Cannonbolt. Cannonbolt. Um, um, Accelerate? Accelerate. Was, was he one of the original one. ten? Uh, Accelerate. Who's the tiny guy? Gray Matter. Gray Matter. So Gray um, Matter was actually the race that the creator of the Omnitrix, which is the watch he found. Um, that's what it's called. Omnitrix. He, the creator of the Omnitrix is that race. And so, these aren't the actual names of the alien races. They're just the, like the nicknames that Ben came up with. Yeah, so, so a 10-year-old matter. looked at a, a, a big red creature with four arms and went, hey, that guy's called Four Arms. Four Arms. Um, so Gray Matter. Oh, he shoots fire. He's Heat Blast. Uh, Ghost Freak. Yep. Ghost, Ghost Freak was a really creepy one. Um, upgrade. What did Upgrade uh, do? He could merge with uh, technology technology and upgrade it. That's why it was called Upgrade. Yeah. He could, like, weaponize any form of technology or just make it better. Like, he could... They had this van, uh, this RV. The Rust Bucket. The Rust Bucket. And he could, like, merge with the Rust Bucket. And he, like, put these, like, la- uh, laser turrets on. He mm-hmm. put wings on it so it could fly. Shit like that. That's eight. Um... Ripjaw. Ripjaw. Ripjaw was this... Water. This, yeah, this fish. Um, he had like a little dangly... Like an angler thing, fish. Like an angler fish and really uh, strong jaws that could like bite through steel and rip it apart. And what was the, the last one? The last one. Wild Mutt. What? Was that just a... Was that the dog that couldn't see? Yep, it was... It's like this big... Yeah, uh, I'm looking at it or- right now. Orange... Um, dog thing and it didn't have eyes so it couldn't see but it had like these sonar yeah it was i like, thought it used I, sonar at least i think it acted as like a nose and ears mm-hmm. um but like super amplified so it was like it didn't have eyes but it was able to sense like everything around it and really far like behind corners and stuff so it was really good at tracking things um really strong have you uh, seen how they massacred our boy in the newest series? Yeah. I just sent a picture to Gen Chat. I did see that. So is that just like a hard reboot? of? It looks like it is. It looks like a hard reboot. It looks like the original guys. Because yeah, there was more. There was again. Ben 10 and then there was Ben 10 uh, Alien Force. So there's Ben 10. Yeah. Ben 10 Alien. Okay. Ben 10 when he's 10 years old. Yeah. He first finds the watch and he has these original 10 aliens. He did um, actually unlock a few more. By the um, end of that season or series, by the, end, or by the end of that series, there were like three, maybe four, and he did. Uh, so the way the Omnitrix works is it can scan alien life forms and add their DNA to the Omnitrix, and he can then turn into the alien. He did that with a few. 
so there's Ben 10, Ben 10 alien force when he's like 16. Um, and at that point he had taken the watch off because he didn't want to live that life anymore. And then he puts it on because there's another alien threat. Uh, and then after alien force is Ben 10 ultimate alien, mm -hmm. which comes directly after alien force. I would take a Netflix original adult series live action for uh, Ben 10K. Oh my God. Ben 10,000. 10, that was cool. Which is, yeah, which is, uh, he he's shown in what, only one episode? Uh, or were, actually, was he in a couple? More than one. So there was one episode where Ben and Gwen went uh, to the future. Uh-huh. And um, Ben, when he's an adult, has 10,000. Can you imagine? So the Omnitrix, for those that want to know, you click a button and the center part of it raises. It raises up. You spin it like a dial, like a safe, and then when it's on the alien you want, he slaps it down, and uh, he turns into that alien. Can you imagine, like, oh, I know just the alien for this situation. Ding! Spin, 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 spin. Ten thousand! So, spin, spin, spin. You're just like, hold on. So actually, the way it works is when he first got it, that's how it worked. He only yeah. had ten. Um, and then, like, that was just the prototype. But it explains that when he's older, he like can just say it yeah he unlocked it and he could just think it actually he doesn't even have to he can just transform at will to whatever alien that he needs to was use. that when way big was introduced no way big was at i think it was it might have been the series finale mm -hmm. um way big is this giant one of his most powerful aliens just this giant super strong alien that just like like what are you gonna do it, he's it's just massive there's nothing you can really do against it but yeah, he can just transform at will, Ben 10,000. Um, Alien X. Alien X was probably... So I haven't seen every episode of all the series. Yeah. I really only watched through Ben 10 Ultimate Alien, which was really cool. Uh, uh, you know you know uh, the story about how the capsule accidentally hit in front of Ben, right? Yes. So his grandfather was part of this like alien galactic... Federation, yeah, yeah, called the Plumbers. They mm -hmm. fight alien threats, um, and so this this lady, this alien lady who had the Omnitrix, was being attacked by the main villain of the original series. He's actually a recurring villain throughout all the series, but he's the main villain in the original. And uh, so he was trying to get his hands on the Omnitrix, and so she didn't want that. So she's sent it to Earth, and she tried to find Ben's grandfather, but she mistook Ben's DNA signature or whatever for his Grandpa Max, and it ended up being sent to Ben. So Grandpa Max was supposed to have the Omnitrix. Well, that's Grandpa right. Max probably would have never put it on. I think they right. did an episode where it's like, oh, what if Grandpa had found it first? And it's like him so wearing think, it and being a superhero. That probably wouldn't I think have I know happened. what you're talking about. Yeah. Wasn't it? I think that episode was actually Gwen found it. He wakes up and he's like, "No, there's uh, dead ass an episode where Grandpa wears it." I think you're right, but I don't think it's the episode you're thinking of. Yeah, he wakes up and it's like the day. Am I combining two? Maybe he wakes up and he he wakes up like during the day he found it and he's like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah. Um, and Gwen finds it and he's like, "Wait, no, don't yeah. get that. It's supposed to go to me." And yeah. she puts it on and turns into these aliens and he gets like really jealous and he's like you're supposed to do it like this and she she actually does a lot better than he did when he first got it and he gets really upset 
Mm-hmm. But uh, we probably T- talked we about it too long. Um, so before we leave Ben 10, let me ask you this. What was your favorite alien transformation that he had? Oh, like my favorite alien? Yeah. Oh, Out of any, any of the series. Holy fuck, dude. That's such a question. Um, I know. The thing is, they're all so neat. Like, they're so centered on a single situation. The whole point of the show is that, like, no one alien is good in every situation. That's why you need one that can run really fast, accelerate. One that can, you know, shoot fire. One that's super strong. One that uh, is just a tank, and that's Diamond Head. Uh, One that can track enemies. One that can track enemies. So, I'm trying to think of any one that I was like, oh, yeah, that's my guy. Um... I guess four. I think forearms is like a class. I think he's the kind of him or Diamond Head would be like right. the yeah. the alien. Uh, and I had to be basic, but I mean, there's not a lot to pick from here. Between all the series, there is, and there are some interesting ones. But without getting too complicated, I'm gonna say forearms. Yeah, uh, I'd say my favorite has to be Diamond Head. Yeah, he's just. I mean, he's made of freaking crystals and shit, and he yeah. can like regenerate. He could shoot the crystals if I'm He could right. shoot crystals from his hand. He yeah. could make a, make a shield. He's just... He's a tank. Pretty pretty well-rounded. And he just looks so cool. Oh, dude, his character design was fucking gorgeous. And he meets another person that's of that race. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. He's got those hoverboards. And he's mm-hmm. just a really cool character. Really cool. Um, they don't make shows as cool as they used to. I know. Shows used to be about these, like, cool... I had to be like, back in my day... But, like, right. shows used to be about, like, some cool-ass people, and now shows are about, like, dweebs. Right, so, like, seen Clarence? compare... Dude, I was talking about this with Clarence kind of slaps, though. About what we were talking about, and Morgan loves Clarence. I hate to... I've say, never seen it. it I, I, I'm not, like, a, a like a diehard fan, but, like, it kind of slaps. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, yeah, but, like, if you compare the original Teen Titans with Teen Titans Go, it's just night and day. Like, yep. All right, let's just gloss over one. Okay, I hate we'll gloss to gloss over, over it. Over. Yeah, we'll, I hate to gloss over. We it, might come back but, to it. There might be another time when Christian needs to uh, be dead uh, that you could come back on the show, and we can literally just continue this conversation. But because uh, I have more shows as well, I want to talk about like five or six more shows. But I didn't realize how much we had to say, which is great. It's good to have like a lot of commentary on this. Right. And I think this is going to be less of like a funny, funny episode, but definitely still interesting. Just because like. I know. We know what we're I, talking it's about. It's weird. I, I figured, like, it'd be so hard yeah. to talk for this long. So, let's gloss over a show. Of... What is it? So, we know the last show we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just... I wanted to at least mention, because it's just, like, such an integral TV show when I was growing up, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, I want to say this. As a co-host... Yeah, uh, as guest host. host. Guest host. That's the yeah. word. You're a guest host. Um... So, when I was editing the episode... With Logan. With Logan. Yep. On anime. Anime episode. I did have a few... Choice uh, ideas. Disagree. Hot takes. Disagreeing. Sure. Um, So, what would you define as anime? Anime that originates from Japan. What's the definite... You think it has to be from Japan? So, uh, anime, proper definition. Because, of course, I looked this up... Um, I don't, I don't think we explicitly said it in the episode, but anime is... Oh. A style of animation 
that okay. originates so, in Japan. So I'm getting two. Uh, uh, I'm getting two things here. Um, a style of Japanese film and television animation typically aimed at adults as well as children. This definition says anime is hand drawn and computer animation originating from Japan, but I'm not sure if that's the art or the art style. Right. Okay. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. So. Also, and, uh, so go let ahead me, and put let me this say, in the episode. This is also kind of very telling about uh, the hot takes that you're about to give. Um, okay. When you search anime definition, the second question that people also ask is, why is Avatar not an anime? Exactly. So, so talk to me about your hot take. Convince. It's definitely disputed. Would you define it as cartoons from Japan or just a style of animation, like a style of art? Mm-hmm. And, you know, people can replicate art, create it themselves, or, like, yeah. put their own flair on it, or yep. make it their own. But they can, you know, use another person's inspiration of art, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, to me, anime is, like, a style of animation. Um, that does I not have I, to be native to Japan to be... Right, it doesn't have to come from Japan. It's just people can replicate it and like pay homage to it or like uh, um, try to recreate it and like respectfully, like I really like this. I'm going to, you know, make it myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think it's limited to Japanese studios. Um, Anyway, I've probably talked about that for too long. You're fine. In short, in my opinion, Avatar The Last Airbender is an anime. Nice. Um, Logan, Logan can fight me on that. Uh, well, and... he said later in that episode that, like, he's gonna, like, because he's an artist and he draws that he's gonna try and make his own manga. You could then easily argue that manga has to originate. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. if he wants to create so, yeah. a manga, then Avatar has to be an anime. Right. Okay. Otherwise, he's gonna make a um, uh, comic book. Right. And, you know, Japanese animators can disagree with me, but, you know, yeah. in my opinion, it, it is. Yes. Uh... So, uh, ten years ago, we were in middle school, sixth grade. We were 11 years old. There was a show out that I watched. You watched it. Uh, we sat uh, next to each other in science class, which was our homeroom. And uh, you had a shirt from this show. I think you had a couple of shirts from this show. Yep. And uh, that was my ticket in the door. Uh, um, Hang on. So yeah. just like... Before we move on, just real yeah. quick, yeah, real really quick, good. yeah, you're good. If you if you haven't watched Avatar: The Last The Last Airbender, fucking do it. It is it's really enjoyable for all ages. It's funny. It's zany. It tackles like it might be really, one of the really, like top three best cartoons of all time. Yeah, it's if it's not so complex. Anyone, yeah, exactly. It's so complex. Anyone can enjoy it. It tackles really like um, serious shit. Really but it's also so fucking funny. Like like war and the implications of war, um, mm-hmm. which I won't get into. Yeah. Um, and you know anything like, but Avatar. Right. Yeah. Uh, but and no. Azula. Uh, her character arc. All of them her, with, the, yeah. with their redemption arcs. I know. Zuko. Zuko. Grief. Um, oh my gosh. It's yeah. stellar. The soundtrack. It's oh it God, is the magnificent. There is the no part of it that dropped. No just, part of it had to be sacrificed for another part to be. Exactly. It's 100 start to finish, and it's great. They never missed a beat. Also, a lot of people like to hate on Legend of Korra, the sequel series. I actually like it. I just wanted to say that real quick. Yeah. We can move on. That, no, that's fair. And I'm, I'm so hoping we get another episode in the future. 
Yeah. Because uh, yeah, yeah. we will pick that up, and that's what we'll start with to make sure we have enough time. But we'll okay. go ahead and end on... You had a shirt, and that was my ticket in the door. I said, hey, you watched yep. that show? You are like, fuck yeah, I watched that show. And I was like, yep. hey, buddy, we're 11 and in school. You probably shouldn't be throwing those words around. <laughs> yeah, and our band the, director was like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> and then he started kicking us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we got ISS. And, oh, okay. Another time. <laughs> okay, that's another time. Yep. All right. But that show was Adventure Time. Goaded. Um, absolutely goaded. Still... Still it's, goaded. I'm rewatching it too. I rewatch cartoons, by the way. I re- it's all I re- I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I recently, uh, so I, I actually hadn't seen. I had watched the first few seasons as they aired on TV, and then I moved, and then like we stopped paying for cable, and so I didn't really get to see much after that. Um, and then later on, pretty recently, actually, I watched the whole series again because um, it's all on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So I watched the whole series start to finish. Um, and it just like the dynamic of the show is just, I want to say even more so than Avatar. It's like really, really, uh, enjoyable for anyone to watch mm-hmm. at, at any age. It's just uh, the, the characters. Okay. So let's, let's explain the adventure. Time. Do you want to explain adventure time real quick, Jim? Uh, yeah. Adventure time is about a boy and his, uh, magical dog. Uh, Finn the human being the only human left on a post-apocalyptic earth uh, known as Ooh, that's spelled with three O's. Um, uh, uh, Finn the human and his magical dog, Jake. Dog talks. Dog voiced by uh, uh, John DiMaggio, the same guy who did Schnitzel from Chowder. Uh, a dog that is can stretch. He's a magic dog and he has stretchy powers. Uh, the world of Ooh is filled with uh, kingdoms ruled... Uh, rarely by kings and primarily by princesses, and does have an evil being uh, few and far between, whether it be an ice king or an evil lich. Uh, uh, Finn's and Jake's kind of adventures include them kind of banishing or uh, battling all evil and uh, just having a rad time. It really is a rad time. The Rad time start to finish. Just the... Adventure Time, honestly, is, like, the perfect title to describe the show. Yeah. It's just... So there is, like, an overlying plot, honestly. There is. And that's what I love. It's, oh, it's so good. It's, it's really subtle most of the time. Yeah, every episode's There's... so fucking random. But, like, by yep. the last episode of the season, this giant plot arc is revealed that you didn't even know you were following. Right. They just put in tiny little pieces here and there in almost every episode. Some episodes are just totally on their own tangent. Yeah, um, unless I'm just I just don't see everything. Definitely on the no, there's one drug trip per season for sure. Right? Yeah. Uh the food chain episode. Oh my god, that oh it's a fucked up episode, but it's really it good. It's wild. Uh yeah, it's really so every once in a while they'll like change like really change animation styles for an episode. Yep. Maybe there was a 3D three D rendered one. Yeah, three D. Uh they did a Minecraft episode one time. Oh, that was awesome. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's just the the range of the show is just so fascinating. Um, and they really get into some deep topics. Like, uh, a lot of the plot of the show is Finn, the main character, just really going through some self-discovery because... He's learning to, like, grow up, kind of. Yeah, he's growing up. He's going through puberty. He's seeing the world um, through... A, child's eyes and like mm-hmm. dealing with the implications of this post uh, post-apocalyptic 
post-apocalyptic world. Good job. Uh, thanks. Um, and, you know, he's trying to find love. Um, he has a tough time with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to watch it, I, I'm, I'll try not to spoil it too much. But, you know, he tries to figure out where he came from and information about his parents. Mm-hmm. Um because, like I said, he's the only human. There are other yeah, so, uh, uh, humanoid characters. Like, most every character in that show is humanoid. Princess Bubblegum, Marceline the Vampire. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's an uh, entire king. king- yeah. yeah, there's an entire kingdom made of candy, including its people. Yeah. Um, its people um, are also candy. Peppermint Butler. Uh, yeah. Stuff like that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the only human. Princess Bubblegum yeah. is made of bubblegum. Marceline the Vampire is a vampire. Uh, she was human before but he's the only human human right show um and yeah he has to deal you're right he has to deal with uh where he came from who he is and growing up um and saving the world and saving uh, the world he does have to save the world a small handful of times uh it might be a little bit a large handful handful of times yeah he he does a lot of work Uh, he does yeah and it's just so cool so I just love the way that they like unveil the plot mm-hmm. to each like every arc and every big mm-hmm. um, plot line. Uh, it's just the way it is. It's just so subtle, and then it all builds up, and you, like you put the pieces together, and it's like, oh my god, this is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Especially at the very like the very last episode, um, you know, you see things that haven't been mentioned in like a few seasons. Yeah, uh, and. Um, like you see like all these little like they get so in the very last episode they go into a shack and you see all these things that like are from episodes and you recognize them um, and it's really cool like you see just maybe one thing from like every single episode mm-hmm. that there is and you're like oh my god that's so cool that they would reference that um Anyway, moving on, uh, talking about the post-apocalyptic world, this might not seem relevant right now, but um, I actually remember, so there's an episode called Business Time. Yep. I should I should start with that. It's Business Time, and Finn and Jake are on the beach yep. as ice, like little icebergs uh, wash up on the shore, and they melt them and there's with business flamethrowers. Yeah, they're just looking for loot, but they find one, and it's got these frozen businessmen in it. And it's not really clear whether or not they're humans. Yeah. It kind of looks like they are. They kind of look undead, though. Not zombies, yeah. but, like, they're unnatural. Their skin is gray, maybe. So, uh, an interesting one of my tabs ah. is that uh, the creator of the show, Pendleton Ward, mm-hmm. uh, revealed that, you know, his original idea for Ooh, they live in the land of Ooh. Mm-hmm. it's three o's um was just supposed to be like this magical place that like wasn't really tied to earth mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a post-apocalyptic version of earth initially and then when they came up with the concept for business time the uh that episode which actually business time was the pilot i believe mm-hmm. i remember being like 10 years old and being super excited about seeing it because I saw all the commercials for it and they aired business, a uh, portion of this business on Cartoon Network. 
Um, and it was actually a little bit different because it was the pilot. And then when they made the first season, they uh, revised it and changed it. And you can actually see they I think they have five fingers. Uh, in really? Some shots. Yeah. So uh, holy shit. All of the characters only have four fingers um, like ever in the show pretty much. But uh, the businessmen have five. But I, I don't think it's consistent. Anyway, the creator of Adventure Time, Pendleton Ward when they came up with the concept for the episode business time Mm -hmm. with businessmen, it, you know, it had heavy implications that they were from like, yeah, a modern day, like for us, modern day, because they wore suits, they had ties, briefcases, uh, briefcases. Exactly. So it like really implied that ooh is a part of a post apocalyptic earth. Mm-hmm. Um, since they were frozen and it's obvious that they were from a time before uh, the current setting of Adventure Time where, you know, there's magic everywhere. Mm-hmm. People are made of candy. People are made of slime mm-hmm. um, and fire. It's just that's when they decided to turn Ooh into this uh, new world. Yeah. And develop, develop all this lore for this world that was mm-hmm. destroyed by war and was rebuilt in this super weird magical way. Um, I just thought that was really interesting. Me too. It the lore was to the it. lore was killer. Oh, uh, the lore was so insane. Uh, let um, me hit you with a couple of tabs. Yeah, go for it. Uh, with Jeremy Shada, the voice of Finn the Human, growing older. Uh, of course, when you're making a show like that, you never intend to change any of the uh, voice actors. Um, but with him growing older and older, the characters decided to Finn, uh, age Finn a year older every season so that Shada could keep voicing the character. Because his voice was changing. He was very young when taking on the voice of Finn. And um, at a certain point, he couldn't keep with that childlike voice anymore because his voice actor was growing up. So they were like, we have to start aging Finn. So Finn became older and older as his voice actor did, which allowed uh, his original voice actor to stay the voice actor. Which, uh, kind of in the same vein as that, in the pilot episode, which uh, you can't really see anymore. Not the pilot episode is in the first. The pilot episode is in what got the thing greenlit. It was very different. Finn's name was actually Penn, which is a shortened uh, Pendleton Ward, the creator of the show. He later decided against putting his own name as the main character of the show, and uh, went with Finn. Uh, Zach Shada, Jeremy's older brother, was chosen to voice Finn, uh, but Jeremy Shada was later chosen uh, to overtake the part because uh, Zach was unable to reprise the role due to his changing voice, so for the same reason. Uh, Jeremy was able to stay as Finn with that high-pitched, childlike voice for about like three more years, but after that they were like, no, we gotta start... <laughs> We gotta start aging the character. So they just kept Jeremy. I'm looking at a tab right here, and it says a live action movie might happen. Oh, live action. I don't think you could put ooh in live action. Jake? Recently, a live action live fan action trailer. Jake. Yeah, you're right. Right? Recently, a live action fan trailer for Adventure Time completely blew up the internet. It seems too good to be true, but according to showrunner Muto, the show would be interested in doing a live action movie. It'd be cool as hell, but I just hope they'd take care of it. This one is sad, uh, but really cute. Uh, During the final recording for the series, which had the cast uh, sing the finale's major song, Time Adventure, John uh, DiMaggio, the voice of Jake and Schnitzel, 
admitted that he cried while performing and similarly cried on the way home later that day. And at Comic-Con in 2018, when the writer of the song, Rebecca Sugar, who later went on to do stuff like Steven Universe, when she performed it for the crowd, DiMaggio once again cried and was the first to lead a standing ovation for the musical number. Wholesome. Yeah. I mean, have you watched the whole show yet? Am I going to say this on the podcast? Are you? I never finished it the first time. Yeah, it... Uh, I mean, I didn't either until I just recently rewatched really? it. it uh, I think that's the thing a lot of people went through is like, they just... That show went on for uh, 10 years or 8 years? 8 years. That show is uh, another tab. Cartoon Network's longest running show. Cartoon show. Uh, with 10 seasons spanning 8 years. So... By if I started watching it when it came out in you know 2010, I would have been 18 by the time it was ending. And I'm not saying I would stop watching the show because oh I'm 18, I'm too grown up for it. But you do shit when you're 18. You apply for college yeah. and a bunch of stuff yeah, that keeps you the true. fucking busy. And also I didn't have cable, so like I couldn't really watch it. Um, yeah, seasons were all on Hulu, mm-hmm. but it wasn't all of them, so it was kind of hard to keep up with it. Yeah. Um, so I never and, finished it the first time, and I haven't been able to do it since. But Mimi right. and I are rewatching it, and we're on season three, I believe. Season three, just because nice. um, uh, 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 Flame Princess is in it. So I think that's nice. season three at least. Um, yeah, um, I'm. I don't know if I'm glad or not, but I want to say I am almost glad that I didn't watch it until you're kind of I adulthood. Yeah, I guess I would have been grown. 18. Yeah. But, you know, like, I feel like I've changed a lot since I've been to college. Fucking fair. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, you know, seeing it's that, been three years. Right. You know, seeing it through that kind of lens initially, mm-hmm. kind of, it just, I, I actually did tear up a little bit uh, at the very last episode. When oh, I, I, I will as well. I, I will yeah, sob it, as a 21-year-old man. It's just so many, like, it's nostalgic, it's it's sad to see this great story that you've been following for years mm-hmm. end, and it's uh, also the story, like, the plotline of it is, I'm trying to think of a way... Not to spoil it? Yeah, it, you know, they're doing this great big thing, and, you know, they, they do something it? happens. I, I won't say if they do it or not, yeah. but, um, you know, a, a big event happens, and, you know, they're all feeling things yeah all these different emotions and uh you know you can feel that in the characters um and in the song they sing it's really emotional the whole time everyone in that show had a passion for it right and just the theme of like finn trying to be the hero and like him struggling trying to be as moral as possible the whole time Mm -hmm. i just like uh i just thought I don't know. I sound like a fucking nerd. No, you're okay. No, uh, this whole episode has been us being nerds. Right. With that being uh, said, I know we have more. I know we have so much more, but I have so with much more, but no cuts. It's been an hour fifty. So uh, I might cut the bit where I'm like, "Hey, this episode might be a little short." Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, with that being said, I hope we get a day to come back to this, and I'm sure that after listening to this episode, Christian might. Uh, like in a couple of weeks, step down one time and say, "Hey, you guys finish that," and then uh, yeah. <laughs> that'll be that. Uh, but we'll see; it'll be fine. Uh, no matter what, either way. I know he was a little 
concerned that I would outshine him a little bit. And yeah, he like, was like, he, oh my gosh, didn't he send us a Snapchat? It was like, hey, when yeah, Seth he, outshines me, please don't fire me. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he said. Yeah. Uh, no, um, we're, but, we're yeah, not we taking can't. his job away anytime soon. Yeah, every week. <laughs> Uh, it is kind of fun to do every week, but uh, thank you for being it's our fun. editor. You are excellent. Um, I know. That was so much fun. Thank you for being guest host. Uh, the conversation yeah. has been immaculate. I'd love to. I love talking with you, but I also love to like talk with both of you. Um, oh my gosh, time. that'd be I amazing. That we be should do that. We should do that. We should have you on as yeah, a guest. It. It's a little different. Just a guest. So, with that being said, everyone, one more time, I'd like to thank you to our sponsors and to our friend Miller who has uh, subscribed to the podcast, pledging monthly amounts of DOSH uh, to keep this podcast running and to keep it the highest quality it can possibly be. And if you'd like to do the same, you can go to anchor.fm, that is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash anything but, and that'll bring you to our homepage. And there you can subscribe just like Miller, and we'll shout you out every episode and think of other good things to do for you to make you special. Because we appreciate that support. You can donate in uh, 99 cents a month, 4.99 a month, or 9.99 a month. It's completely up to you, and uh, we expect nothing of you, but are extremely thankful for everything we get. Uh, other than that, uh, you can check us out on any of our socials that you can read in the description. Join our Discord, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, what have you. Uh, we love hearing from you. Tell us about your favorite cartoons, all that good stuff. Yeah. And anything you'd like to say, Seth, before we go and sign off? Yeah, definitely join us on Discord. We've been sending a bunch of shit to the general chat uh, the whole time. So if you want like a little sneak peek every week. Yeah, before the episode about. even comes out, you get shit like a week early. But like you yeah. get no context for it. Uh, love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. And uh, see you next time. See you guys. Ooh. I gotta take a shit.